Welcome to the Slab is the first ever Chelsea Jim podcast. If you don't know who Chelsea and Jim are, then we are two YouTubers, best oh, friends. Oh no, don't. Well, we've got to talk about how we met. That's how we met. We met Yeah, we did meet via YouTube, but don't like present via? us to new people. Via? Yeah. How are you spelling that? V-I-A. Via then? Via YouTube. What? I don't want people to associate us with a website full of moronic cunts for <laughs> one of a better term yeah and i mean i didn't want to get into that on the first episode or at all but you've made that happen now because you brought it up if i listen to a podcast and someone's like oh we met via youtube turning that off oh what else is on <laughs> yeah, oh but someone's taking said, a shit for 30 minutes you've said cunts them. so you've asserted that we're it's not going to be your typical run-of-the-mill generic please everyone podcast we're doing a podcast no. it's called the slab and it's going to be all about weird stuff, mysteries, interesting things, unsolved murders, conspiracy theories. We The synopsis is things you should talk about before you die. Yeah, which I think is a little, I think that's a little bit, is that a little bit morbid? Oh, I like that. Like you didn't want to go in Jeffrey Dahmer's basement, whereas I do. I should say now that was not an option. We weren't in America. I don't know what part <laughs> of America we did then, bad murders. Where was it? I feel like it was. I wish I could just like provide the. Was the it exact Southern America? Off of the top of my head, like some. But it's not like we queued up at the house and we're like, "Hello, can we come and have a look inside?" Jim doesn't want to go down the basement, but he'll have a look around the lounge. That's not been an option for us. No, but. But hypothetically. We like to discuss hypothetical situations where I, we're on holiday at murderous towns. No, let's do because we never finished talking about this. Oh. I think that that Jeffrey Dahmer and the terrible murders that he did were. It wasn't far enough away for it to be... Who is the one that made, like, a nipple belt? A nipple belt? Like, or, like, a skin lampshade. Who's making furniture out of body parts? What, is, like, a as a memento of the kill? Or is a legitimate... Just as arts and crafts, you know, Did like, he sell them? Did he have a craft store? It was cheaper than going to the haberdashery. Oh, I've got all this skin hanging around. That's Do just... something with that. That's leather. That's people leather. Skin diffuses light beautifully. I bet and that'd make a nice lampshade. Yeah, it's not. I was going to use skin tool. for anything. Lampshade. It'd be my top three three things. One lampshade. Yeah. Number two. Satchel. A drum. Yeah, like I mean a that's drum, a classic because that's of called skin. a skin, isn't it? Yeah. But like that'd be quite int- a little bongo or something, and then um, make a good pencil case actually. Yeah, it semi-translucent. Would. Quite nice. Be a nice way to remember a loved one. Turn them into a pencil case. Yeah, like a scrotum, scrotum. You probably wouldn't use the scrotum, would you? I don't know What's what I'm that person? Oh, it's Dad's scrotum. It's what he wanted. It doesn't have to be Dad's gym. Doesn't well, have to be. It could just best be best friend's scrotum. Yeah. Weird. I mean, you would you would shave it. I wouldn't let you have my scrotum after I die. What if I, I'm just going to put that out there? What now. if I was just putting it in like a perspex box? I wasn't u- using no. it for stationery. I'd rather you use it as a purse. At least you've got a practical okay. reason for having it. But I still don't want that as an option. Well, if I put one of those like, little metal clasp things at the top with the two little No, it, obviously you w- I'm imagining it. Yeah. And it'd be a great purse. Yeah. You wouldn't get a lot in it. I don't know. Depends how old I am. When I d- yeah, they're exactly. gonna get, it's going to get saggy. get really saggy At sometimes. the moment, you know, you'd struggle to get... You wouldn't get an Oyster card in it, I don't think. Yeah. There'll probably be more ball sack chat later on, but in this podcast, the reason it's called The Slab is because we want to dissect a whole array of interesting stories that we found... Creepy things, mysteries, conspiracy theories, unsolved murders, 
Whatever, but we're going to keep it light. It's not going to get dark. It's not going to. Well, it's not going to be morbid. If it calls for dark, it will get dark. But we'll also answer questions theoretically. Well, we'll postulate over the answer to things like what would happen if two black holes collided, what would happen if you were stitched, your ass was stitched to the ass of somebody else, stuff like that. Like a Science. reverse human centipede. Well, half reverse, because half would be the right way, wouldn't it? Well, no, it's it's face to bum in human centipede. Yeah, so isn't one's it? got the bum. Bum to bum, I thought. Yeah, so it's still it's still half correct. Bum it's still, to bum is still 50% a stitching. bum and then 50% extra bum. Right, as opposed to fifty percent face. In the human centipede. Or face to face. Yeah, so that face would be to the face opposite. should be 50% correct and 50% inaccurate. What would, what would be the opposite then of bum to face? Maybe if you turn someone inside out. Uh, I've thought about this a lot. Like, we've got a hole in us. If yeah. you open your mouth, it goes straight through. It doesn't go you straight put, through. No. It's not a hole. It is. It, it doesn't go straight goes, through to your bum. Yeah. It doesn't. You could thread it a string from, from mouth mouth out butt and then it's like like a one of those worms, <laughs> water snakes. That's what the human body is. You're doing is. a gesture at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could do that. Oh yeah, you, of course you can. It would get tangled. There's too much stuff I mean, for it to go through. Theoretically, Jimmy. If you no, open no, your mouth. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Because your stomach doesn't just connect like a... There's not like a plug hole in your stomach you into your intestine, is there? Isn't yeah, it like it leaches through li- through, a, no, through, a, through a skin? It's a tube. Like, you know, like dogs, sometimes they have a bit of string hanging out their ass because they've eaten a bit of string. You're not allowed well, to pull that because the intestine Why hasn't anyone done that then? Why hasn't anyone threaded a string through themselves? One, they may have done. But two, that's got to be a really long piece of string because you've got a lot of intestine in there. There's enough intestines in a one person to wrap around the earth twice. That's not true. That's a fact. That's not a fact, Jimmy. <laughs> that's a Jimmy <laughs> that's fact. definitely not a fact. I think that someone should do that. I mean, I've seen people do terrible things to their insides. I'm not sure if stomach acid wouldn't corrode a piece of string, though. Do it with uh, a spider's web. Woven spider's web, that's very strong. It's, just, I mean, it's stronger than steel. No, that's inaccurate. It's stronger than steel if it was the size of steel. Obviously. Yeah, but it's you can It's not can't... stronger than a steel girder. No. That's but... why I said woven. Yeah, but how are you going to get... Oh, spider, mate. No, that's not big enough for my experiment where I want to chew on this, swallow it, and then have it come out of my ass while you're still going into the mouth. Charles, I've got that? one word for you. What? Silk. What are you... What? What do you think silk's made out of? It's not a spider, but it's... It's it's fr- it's it's similar. So you want it's a human to being to go around and gather up a lot of web and then turn that into sort of a string. Just use like, silk. I still think my. I think if I ate a spider web, I wouldn't shit out a spider web. Why? Because you think the stomach acid would. Yeah. It, no, if it's long, no, you wouldn't. That's the thing. You wouldn't be able to just eat it and swallow it. Because you, I mean, you choke. It, it would not on a web. You wouldn't choke on web. Of course Jim. you would. You wouldn't choke on web. Of course like, you would. It's like if candy it's... floss. You put it on the tongue. It's gone. If you're leaving it, so if you've got the spider web in your ha- in your hand, yeah, but you're threading it down your throat, but you're still holding the other end of it, which yeah, is like out red... of your mouth. Yeah. Of course you're going to choke on it. No spider web. Of course web. you are. Spider web. The spit's going in and out all day long. Oh. It doesn't matter how thick the spider web is, if it is able to be corroded dissolved by the stomach acid it will be that's the issue we've got i feel like there's crossed wires yeah i was imagining several strands of spider web woven together that won't that won't have any effect on whether or not the acid can corrode it correct yeah and that's what we'd need to find out yeah that's what we'd need to experiment with have you seen the recent film 10 cloverfield lane no 
we won't talk about it then. What's next? So before we get started, the way the podcast will normally work is we will pick apart a few stories that we found, get each other's opinions, maybe provide some thoughts as to a solution. But we thought to get started, we would we'd begin with a survey just to find out who we are, who we are, what our general philosophy on on life and on the paranormal, what that is. So um, it's an introduction, isn't it, to who we are? If you don't follow Chelsea and Jim on any other social media, if they don't follow us on social media, they'll have clicked off this by now after Billy Spiderweb intestines oh, chat. Okay, you go first. You do the first question. Okay, have you ever seen a crime happen? <laughs> Crimes against fashion? No, I haven't. I don't know. I don't think I have. But I could have seen one unknowingly. Right. Par example, right, a man's carrying a TV in the street, maybe a MacBook. Maybe right? he's stolen it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Or B, I'm at a party, someone's drunk, they're getting off. Has, have they both consented? Sure, yeah. I don't know. Or I've seen people flying a kite in public, which is illegal, as we learned the I other day. G- I guess I meant more... Like, have you seen a crime happen? Like, a visual sort of shocking thing? I actually have an answer to this. It's not shocking in any way, but I was walking down a street with a friend a few months ago, and someone rode past us on a bike. We were on the pavement, and we dodged out of the way. And they were being followed by a whole convoy of cop cars that had to swerve around in the street. There were people on, like, cops on bikes... There were, we kept seeing, well, I would say we saw about 15 units altogether of the police chasing this guy. Maybe it was a parade. Maybe it was a police parade. It could have been. It could have been anything. Is that a crime, though? Well, is, we don't if know you what were evading he police, is that a cr- yeah, that is a crime. I mean, like, he it? could have just done a murder. I wonder what he'd done. Because we, we saw him coming towards us and we didn't know he was getting chased by the police. So we, c- right. we could have been, you know, like the hero citizens that pushed him as he went by us to capture him for the police. I feel like they get carried away sometimes, though. I feel like if they have a quiet day and a bit of something kicks off, oh, someone's robbed some tights from the local haberdashery. Primark, probably. All units out. Just so it's something to do. Get some out of the office. There were vans, though. I mean, you don't that could have been anything, Chelsea. You don't get the vans out unless there's been a murder. Could have been a test. Could have been a dress rehearsal or something. Could have been the Hatton Garden robbery. I don't think I've seen a crime. I feel like I've seen the aftermath of a crime. As in, I recently I was walking home and I'd seen somebody, somebody was being arrested. He was on the floor and being cuffed. Oh, yeah. But I don't know what had happened. Probably just drunk. But it did make me think, I'd love to see a crime, actually. Well, I think it would be, be a boring good story. for the most part. No, but if you saw someone... Someone's running into our If you Argos. saw a heist... That'd be exciting, You're not going to see a heist. I mean, this isn't dog day afternoon, is it? You're not going to be like, oh, he's coming out, he's got his sausages in. Guys, I want a pizza for everybody, we're hungry. That's not how it's going to go down. You don't see a heist anymore. It's all done online. It's numbers. Bitcoins. It's, yeah, it's bitcoins. It's They're stealing bitcoins. bitcoins. You know, you can't see a bitcoin. If anyone takes anything away from this podcast, I want it to be you cannot see a bitcoin. So you can't print them out? You can't print out a bitcoin. You can't, you can't send off for them. Do you believe in aliens? Do I think aliens exist? Yeah. I, 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 I think statistically it's likely that there are other life forms. Okay, so if you believe in aliens, where do you think they are? Do you think they're in our galaxy? Do you think they're in other galaxies? Do you think they've ever visited Earth? I don't think they've ever visited Earth. I don't think that. People say that there's a big cover-up and that 
All sorts of business went on at Area 51. I don't think that's true. I think, um, didn't someone, one of the current election runners say that they will release all the Area 51 files if they're elected? That is a great way to get votes, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like if I was in America and Donald Trump said that, even though he's horrible and I disagree with all of his opinions and all of his policies, if he said he was going to release the Area 51 stuff, just out of yeah, morbid right fascination, then. I might be just like, oh, go on then. I sort of base my knowledge of American politics on uh, House of Cards. Yeah. And I'm not sure. I've, I've definitely learned a lot from watching House of Cards. Very Machiavellian. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, aliens. Do I believe in them? Aliens exist, don't they? Just not just not nearby. I think they're too far away. What? To what extent do you believe aliens have evolved? Well, that's the big question, isn't it? I was watching a documentary about it a few days ago, and... Um, the chances of human life were just so small. Like, it's yeah. it's ridiculous. I don't know. Does that mean it's unlikely that it's happened elsewhere? But the universe is so vast. I think statistically, it's very likely that yeah. there are human-like forms somewhere I mean, in far-off galaxies. It's quite exciting as well, isn't it? The thought that there's well, I think there are th- these other life forms out there. To me, it was always the forever like since growing up until quite recently i was like oh they're definitely aliens they can't not be aliens just because of the nature of the universe and things like that but there's also the the fermi paradox which concerns me to quite a severe degree about the nature of life in the universe and i'll explain this for anyone listening that doesn't know what the fermi paradox is but it's essentially if humans were born fairly recently in the grand scale of the universe if it were possible for other life to have evolved and advanced beyond human life, there's the possibility that we would have found out about them by now or they would have colonised the universe or they would have sent out signals or they would have done A, B, C and D that we would have been able to detect them. Right, so essentially they would be much further along yeah. than we are. Well, essentially the Fermi paradox is... Every single, there could have been six billion examples of aliens, but we only ever get to a certain point before we all die out. There's like a wall and then everything dies out. Like, for example, like the asteroid or uh, artificial intelligence, for example, could destroy us. And we don't know that that's like something that every other race has ever succumbed to. Or potentially we're the first race that has managed to surpass that wall. Yeah, right. Um, so the Fermi paradox is essentially saying if there was alien life forms, they've all died before today and we're either the front runners or no one else exists. Yeah, right. And obviously I haven't gone into all the details, but mm. if you go into that, it's really convincing mm. and also awful because it's like, okay, maybe we'll just die out in 100 years and that'll be it again for life in the universe. It's so interesting. And it, it I, I'd not heard that broken down before. I've heard, I, I think I've, heard the term but you're right you know if there was we're we're still quite early on it's only yeah. you know the last yeah however many years but it's like what 13 billion years since the beginning of the universe yeah, yeah. it's interesting it's really interesting um i don't think they've visited earth though do you well no because family paradox uh, like also i mean there are things on earth that suggest previous civilizations have risen and fallen prior to this evolution of humans Mm. do you know like but i mean i don't buy into that but there are things for example in turkey there are these sculptures and these like sort of stone monoliths that are said to be 
I think, 13 to 20,000 years old, oh, wow. which sort of predate civilization as we know, like the pyramids and stuff like that. Mm. Um, there's also um, the sort of cobbles under the ocean in a few places. Some people say they're natural formations. Other people say that they're relics of civilizations before us. Like an ancient coronation street. Yeah, it's an ancient coronation street. Yeah. But before... Before everything, before like mammoths, before all yeah. of that shit, yeah. like back in the all day. All of that shit. Yeah, I feel like that's more of a conspiracy theory, isn't it? Yeah, I don't believe that. Because how would we know? Because nature, you know, like life finds a way or whatever. Like nature, like if you leave, for example, Chernobyl or that like ghost town in the desert, it's filled with sand or like trees grow all over buildings mm. quite quickly. Yeah. So if you think, if you've left that for 100,000 years... There might be very, very little that remains, especially given like tectonic shifts and like the ocean where like, I mean, our continents used to be joined together. Yeah, sure. And now it's a lot of that is underwater. Yeah. And it's quite an exciting thought, isn't it? Because you never will know. So it's it's one that it's impossible to fully argue against. It's impossible to fully argue against. But it's, think... it's um, you know... Occam's razor, isn't it? Yeah, you it's would. A, it's, it's it's unlikely. Yeah, I mean, really. I think a reasonable person would suggest that we're the first. Yeah. Whatever. I've got another question for you. Yeah. If you did a murder, how would you do it? Hard water. Hard water. Hard water. What's that? Like lime scale. You know how like you can get soft water and hard water, and it varies wherever you go in the country. And yeah. Like, if you move from, say, the Midlands to London, you're like, oh, the water tastes different. Ooh. It's not as hard here, or, you know, whatever. Hard okay. water, isn't that ice? If it's complete, if it's very, very the extreme of whatever hard water is, I don't know the science behind it, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but if you make someone drink hard water, it kills them, and it's undetectable. What did it? Really? Yeah, not like hard water. Like, Why aren't people using that all the time? How much do you have to drink? I don't know where you get hard water from. I don't really know what hard water is. I just remember about... Don't just say it. Then. I think I was like 15 and I was in some weird fucking creepy forum and I read that <laughs> and I was like, dude, that is information I'm taking with me for the rest of my life in case I hate somebody enough to... I just thought hard water was like a dishwasher annoyance. I thought that that was someone something you got finished limescale tablets to deal with. I didn't think it was a, a poison. Well, I think it has to be much more than what you'd get from a tap. Surely that would be traceable then. I'm not, I didn't know you were going to ask me this question. I didn't research it. All I know is that hard water will kill you and you cannot trace it. The same as like, they're like, oh, stab someone with, a, with an ice. An ice pick? Like what an ice then? steak, like a sharp piece of ice. Oh, yeah. And the murder weapon will melt. Where? Oh, well, that is stupid though, Yeah, that's it? like that's an ridiculous. urban legend type thing. That's like, I read a short story when I was a kid and... Um, it was about a woman who had murdered her husband and she'd murdered him with a frozen lamb, leg of lamb. lamb. Yeah. Um, and then the she called the police. Oh, help, my, my husband's been attacked. The policeman came over, saw it all, took evidence, interviewed her, and then they sat down together to have a delicious leg of roast lamb. Ooh. So her and the policeman ate the evidence. I mean, like, she's smug about it, but I would be annoyed if I was the policeman. Well, he didn't know. That's the point. Did you hear about that woman that served up her husband to their children? No. She killed him. This is a sort of a grim joke. She just, she was, uh, she obviously had mental problems. She'd been, um, she'd been in psychiatric care before, but sort of said, oh, I'm fine. Whatever. What do you call it when you dismiss yourself from that? 
discharged. Discharged. She discharged herself. Um, so she was quite temperamental, and he knew that she was temperamental, but he stayed with her or whatever. I think this was the second husband. Um, one day she stabbed him like 37 times, hung him up on a meat hook, and then uh, like flayed him and, and cooked him up and served it to the... Their children. They, what did they think they were eating? I don't know. Because it doesn't look like an animal, does it? That doesn't look like well, she beef. She didn't leave it in like R shape. <laughs> if you see like a slither or something, you're not going to go, oh, what's it? I'll this? probably ask, what is this not chicken? Is this lamb? Is this pork? What's not the meat? I reckon human. I don't, meat no, I would like question. Beef. I'm not just going to eat any meat from my mum. I'd ask her. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna grill her. She, I, I think that. But I definitely young. ask what type of meat is not it? Not at like seven. Yeah. Yeah, no, probably not at seven. No. You're right. I also, there's a really interesting murder case where, um, the only reason I bring this up is because um, we were talking about like the the murder weapon or whatever, but there's this guy who supposedly murdered his wife, but he called 911 and said that she fell down the stairs. And they found her and she had like three giant lacerations in her skull, like in her scalp, and there was blood splatter all over the wall. So it obviously looked like a murder. The police investigate. It looks like a murder, but at the same time, there's a lot of the defense attorneys trying to like skew it in in his favor, and then a little while into this case, they discovered that his ex girlfriend had died of a fall down the stairs. Also, Shit. eighteen years ago. Shit. Yeah, so that's interesting. But don't tell the same lie twice. No. Would be my advice to him. Well, if it is a lie, it might not be. We don't know. Supposedly, she died of an. He aneurysm. could just live in a house with steep stairs. Well, they were they were quite steep, and this is what's quite interesting about this. it's a documentary, um, called The Staircase. But after the documentary is finished, he goes to he gets arrested. I believe I think they like find him guilty. In this happened years and years ago, but I think about twenty twelve or whatever. I'm not quite sure. A new theory arised that she was attacked by an owl <laughs> when outside, and owl experts have said that the the marks in her skull are consistent with owl talons, and they found three tiny owl feathers microscopic no. owl feathers in her and they think that she was attacked no. she went to run up the stairs which are very sm- thin at the bottom because they have like a curvature to them fell down hit her head knocked herself out as she was bleeding so there's no. this new owl theory that's what? arisen which i Murdered think is by so- an owl why would an owl grab a human head apparently large owls who are birds of prey in that area are inclined or have been known to attack people. Why are they doing that? Well, this is another problem I've got with Harry Potter because they've <laughs> they've painted an owl as the dog of the sky. It's man's best friend. How the fuck have they painted an owl as the dog of the sky? It's delivering letters for you. When has it's the dog loyal. ever delivered a letter? Other than the war. Do you want me to get YouTube up for you? Don't talk about the war. St. Bernard. That was ale. <laughs> it was a letter, wasn't it? Well, they had ale. They had little barrels on their Yeah, oh, it was ale, yeah. Or whiskey or something. Yeah. No, they make... Owls definitely seem like they're a friend of humans. Well, all animals There's definitely no mention of owls lacerating scalps in Harry Potter. Well... That's crazy. I don't think you can go to the defence with that. Well, have you seen Harry Potter? Because Hedwig is a sweetheart. (laughs) Do you think about the idea of... I mean, is it... (laughs) It's kind of a pointless thing to talk about because we've both said that we don't believe in ghosts. But what do you think about the idea of there being places that are haunted or or particular have have a particular incidence of paranormal activity? Well, I mean, like we both don't believe in stuff being haunted, but we certainly believe in places having an atmosphere. Mm. Like, 
I mean, that's the thing with often people will say you can only see a ghost if you've got the lights off and if and it's it's often places that have a history and that are yeah. very old which by their nature are usually quite run down and a little bit you know there's noises and weird drafts yeah and as humans we are we've evolved to be wary of dark alleys and and a lack of natural light because yeah. we're we're like leaving ourselves open to attack so we're supposed to find those places scary yeah also i'm not sure what the phenomenon is but you know like when we see like a blob and we see a face in it i can't remember what that's called yeah but as, yeah. as people we like if we see like a cloud and we make a face out of a cloud we do that naturally yeah so if we see a shadow that's a person oh my god the thing happened the other night i was in bed um and i, I was on my own and it was like I'd woken up in the middle of the night and it was it was just starting to get light. I think it was like 5 a.m. maybe. And I saw what in my head was definitely a person standing over me. I was like, what the fuck is that? My immediate thought was I must be dreaming. Like this must be a dream. So I sort of I, I actually started to pinch myself and I was like, no, I'm definitely awake. What is that? And I was staring at this thing. And it looked like a figure. It was only about after 30 seconds, 45 seconds that I realized it was a coat that was had been draped over the boiler, which is near my bed, that looked a little bit like a person. Yeah. But it was crazy how that was my brain. My brain went to person standing over me before it went to wrinkled up coat that I chucked over a, yeah. <laughs> over a boiler. Like, obviously, that's and that's what I think with ghosts. Like I, I'm not I would never want to say that people haven't seen something weird but the idea that that is the spirit of a dead person before it's anything else is what perplexes me a little bit. Well, yeah, me, myself and a friend, an old friend, spoke to a tap for about 12 minutes. <laughs> and we were like, knock once for yes. And, you know, like there would be a sound and we're like, well, we're conversing with uh, the dead. Uh, no, the, the, it was just the tap wasn't completely off and it was <laughs> dripping and like this is a legit thing that happened to us because we were like we were freaked out but also yeah. excited and then we're like hold on and then like we went in and we tightened the tap and we're like oh the, the ghost is gone but it is exciting there's nothing more exciting than sitting and telling ghost stories or you know being in an environment where because it's a shared experience essentially isn't it yeah feeling as though you're in the presence of something paranormal is an exciting shared experience. The modern equivalent would be a roller coaster. You can see why it was so popular in the Victorian times, sitting and doing a seance. Yeah. Would have been fucking great. What else you got? The piano? No, I love that. I, lo- I would love that now. Like, every... Because like, I do it so much, I think that, like, the experience wanes a little bit each time. But to be able to concoct an atmosphere of fear... It's amazing if it's a safe, like if it's not like a dark alley with actual scary human beings in it that might attack you. Like if it's just like, oh, we're at our house, the lights are out and we've scared ourselves. Like I'm 12 and it's sleepover again. I love that because it's like the cheapest thrill. Mm. And like it, But it's also alive. the most, in a way, it's the most, um, it's the most authentic thrill because it's really connecting. It's innate, yeah. To, to that innate that innate um thing that humans have like we we were we've we've been able to evolve through fear through being scared of things and although it's very interesting that we're very scared of ghosts now i don't know how sort of the ancients or different sort of people felt about it but 
you know, now we live in beautiful houses and we get buried or burned. But in the past, we would get buried in an exquisite tomb, but our lives wouldn't be as precious as our death. They used to worship death more than they did life. So were they as scared as of ghosts back in the day as as we are now? Is that I a think it was thing? probably more of a, a... I guess when life was much harder and just existence was much more of a struggle, death would be a, re- a release in a way. Mm. And you were built on that that idea that things would get easier when you, that's why you worked hard in in life because things would be easier after death you'd yeah. be I guess if they believed in if they, they you'd obviously be in a better place so um I mean the like Taj Mahal is a tomb yeah well it's, pyramids tomb yeah they, they, there's no palaces that like living palaces of yeah. that time yeah like, right it, it's all tombs yeah yeah especially if they believed in an afterlife did they I mean, I'm not really familiar with what they specifically believed. If they believed in an afterlife, why did they believe that they needed these, like, riches in death? Well, if you look at... um, Well, with the ancient Egyptians, for example, they thought that they could carry their physical possessions through to the afterlife. And it's the same with, in you you know, the Terracotta Army. I love the Terracotta Army so much. That That was the same idea, that it was, like he would be protected in the afterlife by these terracotta soldiers. Is that one of your favourite things? It's amazing. And do you know what's brilliant about it? I was reading into this recently. You see these photos of the terracotta army, and it's this vast, amazing spectacle. Yeah. Thousands of, of terracotta soldiers from thousands of years ago. That's only a small percentage of the whole thing. Yeah. There's Are a whole un- fucking palace underground. Yeah. They can't dig it up because the atmosphere, it's so, it's so hot and dry that artifacts disintegrate. So the Terracotta army originally was, it was painted and a lot of the ones, that, of the objects that they dug up, like the paint immediately peeled off. So it's like, oh shit, we've, we've been too eager. We've kind of accidentally fucked it up a little bit. So they're still working out how and, and even if it's possible, to excavate the main the main tomb, the main palace. But it's absolutely enormous. When I play Civilization, the game can sort of build wonders and you have to build them before anybody else. And I always try and get a terracotta army first. Just because mm. I'm like, just, it doesn't really like benefit my civilization. I'm like, that's really fucking cool. I want that one. It's just such an amazing, weird idea, isn't it? Yeah. It's, and it's like, unique. You don't see, there's not like a whole bunch of those everywhere. And it's not like they're real soldiers. If the idea is that you you're buried next to things that you want to take through to the afterlife bury yourself with real soldiers what are you going to do with terracotta soldiers yeah it's like toy story at that point yeah <laughs> not, are you believing story. that they come alive yeah like pyramids you can find them everywhere there's like that what is it called like the square pyramids can't move the pyramids can you with the steps. too many get rid of them well there's loads though around the world but there's never a second terracotta i've never found i've never stumbled upon another Oh, well, I love the way army. they discovered the terracotta army, actually. It was only in the 70s they found it. And it was just farmers' fields. And they kept like finding that terracotta arms. <laughs> like, a bit of terracotta head. So what so the bloody hell's going on here? So as well. <laughs> so they, had to dig, they dug it up and they're like, oh, shit. Bill and Ben are made out of terracotta. It's not the most sturdy of materials. But well, I, like, I mean, what else did they have, though, Charles? They didn't well, have plastic. they can make the pyramids. They can make stone men. One of my fears other than a pizza getting knocked out of my hand, is 
something being underground that I'm not aware of. Like, if I'd visited Easter Island before they excavated it and realized that there had bodies underneath, I would freak out retroactively knowing that there were secret bodies underground. But you do realize that this is the case wherever you go, especially in no, London. But like, no, it's just like a small thing. I mean, like a big thing. What, like an like a cavern? No, 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 like a hole, like a like a uh, something that's been constructed, like the terracotta army, like standing across thousands of fake men, or standing above a monolith or a, a whale skeleton. Mm, right, like that fucking freaks me out. But okay, how do you feel about walking on top of skeletons? No, that's in fine. L- I love that. I love so graveyards. in London, for example. They're digging the crossroad at the moment. They yeah. found like a thousand skeletons, like a thousand yeah. Hashtag Roman save Curzon Soho. Oh, yeah. Hashtag no, but it. actually do, actually do save Curzon Soho. That'll probably be Soho. gone by the time this is It better not be because that is one of my favourite cinemas. It is right? great. Yeah. And it annoys me, this is a total tangent, but it annoys me that they're getting rid of all these historic, interesting places in London because they're not as profitable as they could be. For example, Denmark Street which is just on the outskirts of Soho. It's a really famous... Um, it's a street full of music shops. So it's got fascinating links to to the to British musical heritage. Yeah. It's like where Jimi Hendrix bought guitars, where the Beatles bought guitars. You know that John... Didn't John Lennon... And John Lennon... Lemon. John Lennon and Jimi Hendrix live in the same flat that was owned by, like, Ringo Starr or someone. Like, they, they owned it, and then the, Jimi and John lived in it at different times of their lives. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, that's quite cool. But they want to get rid of Denmark Street because it's just musical instrument shops. They don't make much money from it. They can't charge much rent. So they want to get rid of it and put a big hotel and a casino there and luxury restaurants but and boutique shops. But by doing shops. that, if they do that to every single place, there's not going to be any marketability in London anymore because people aren't going to want to come here to live around some... That's the thing. That whenever a tourist comes to London, they say, oh, it's so great because it's so quaint and quirky and interesting. And it... I think that London is definitely my favourite city because it feels like it's it's history, but people actually at work doing shit, living alongside each other. Mm. It doesn't really feel like there are distinct tourist areas. It's just all one thing, and there's history sort of wherever you look. Yeah. And like Paris, which I felt, I don't know, it felt like a little bit like a film set. I feel like we take... Pardon me. We would take London for granted. And I, and I really love that. And I love New York for entirely different reasons. Like, New York is absolutely fantastic to me because it's always awake. Whereas London fucking shuts at, like, midnight. It's a piece yeah, of shit for that. Yeah, to be fair, that that is always something that's baffled me about London. It's So we're recording this podcast on Friday night and it's just gone 10pm. It's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking out the window. There's nothing going on. No. There's, we'll go outside and it'll be. We'll probably feel a little bit scared. A we'll little we'll bit be scared because we're not a safe area. <laughs> likely to get mugged, but um, it's not like it's not a part. Yeah, what I like about European cities is that actually, usually wherever you go in the evening, there's a cafe culture. People are sat outside having a coffee, yeah. having a cake, having a cigarette, it's chatting, socialising. I like that. There's a buzz about it. In London, it's not. In Soho, it'll be busy, but outside of that, it's kind of just a little bit. But it's not even like good busy. It's it's G A Y is busy. It's like or it's twelve pound to get into this club busy. It's not. Yeah. I'm sober busy. Yeah. 
which I enjoy. Like with New York, you can walk around and like the pharmacy is open at 2 a.m. Yeah. It's nice. I thought, I want to pop out and get a packet of crisps. Ooh, I'll just go around Fancy doing a face mask. Oh, pop in there. That's what I like about New York. So. Those are things you like about New York. Should we have one more question and then wrap it up? Um, do you have a good question? How do you feel about witchcraft? <laughs> okay, do you want me to do mine? Yeah. <laughs> we can do yours if if you want. I don't really have an opinion on witchcraft. Well, what I find interesting... I just wrote, wrote it down because I thought it'd be, it'd be quite an in, interesting conversation starter. I, lo- I would love to go to Salem. And, like, that, there's a hill in Salem but where they thought that the... They did all the hangings at the top of the hill, but they recently found out where it was specifically. It's actually quite near the bottom. Like, I'd like to go and buy some, you know, shot glass souvenirs from Mm. Salem. Um, But I also find it interesting that witchcraft isn't as sort of sinister as as they make it out to be. Like, in um, Shakespeare or whatever, like, we were talking about this the other day, I think. The potions, I have knew, Toe of Frog, etc. They they were just... Truly, it was... uh, Oh, is it code? It's code. Like, uh, Terra Froggy, I think, is Buttercup. I have knew is some sort of, like, mustard seed. Yeah, and it was it was essentially early medicine, wasn't it? It was... It was um, yeah, homeopathy or something. Homeopathy, yeah. yeah. I quite... Again, it's this sort of... In the same way that I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm interested in it. I'm interested in the witchcraft thing. Just because of... It's so... Like, it, it goes back centuries... The, oh, yeah. this, the history of it is fascinating. And, um, like, where does the witch's hat come from, for example? Yeah, that's, that's interesting. What's the thing with a wand? Where does that come from? Yeah, and are they, are they naturally related? I'm not, like, I don't, I feel like witches brewing potions over cauldrons didn't initially have wands. And it's funny how witch is very much a female thing. Yeah. Whereas... You know, at the same time that witches were being burnt at the stake, you had alchemists who were typically male experimenters trying to trying to create gold from other materials and trying to... It was sort of a hybrid between science and magic. But it doesn't have the same connotations. Like There's not the same sort of per- persecution well, there. there was a lot of misogyny. Back in the day of... Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's interesting that it's... There was a murder case where a teenager went missing. And by recently, I can't remember when it was, but it was was in the 2000s at some point, I think. This woman's dog brought her an arm. It was like a deceased, decaying arm. And it transpired that it was from this teenager that had gone missing quite recently. And they found where it had been buried and it was surrounded by like wooden logs in a certain position or whatever. And it looked like some sort of like cult burial or Satanist burial or witch type burial. And what was interesting about it was that when the newspaper wanted to report on this, no one would be willing to talk about it. And all of the sources that came forward wanted to remain nameless and all of the suggestions that they had about it being a cult they didn't want to be associated with it for reasons that they also wouldn't admit, like, from the entire town. That's weird. Yeah. So it was like, what's going on That's in that weird. town? That's weird. When did that happen? I, th- I feel like it was in the 2000s. It could have been 2012. And, and where did it happen? Somewhere in America. Fucking hell. I would love it if witches were a thing. Oh, yeah. That would be that great. That would be amazing. I'd be up for that. Okay, should we wrap it up? Yeah, I think... 
we won't get into any of the actual things we're going to talk about today. Well, <laughs> one, we've gone on for far. We've been recording for about an hour and 20 minutes. We've gone and on I feel like we've we talked absolute nonsense. Yeah. And I'm regretting having the bottle of wine, two bottles of wine before we started. That's. I feel like that's going to happen every time that we're going to go over time. It's going to be hard for us to rate, like rein it in a little bit. But yeah. we've still got more survey questions for next time, which is fun. We've got survey questions and... Um, we want to talk about specific stories and kind of prepare, do a little bit of research. Yeah. To present stories to each have other. Have more tailored themes. Have more tailored themes. Um, so if there's anything that you guys want us to cover specifically, then please do get in touch with us. Any mysteries you're interested in. Conspiracy theories. Strange. Just weird, creepy well, stuff. Like interesting questions that don't have answers that we could pontificate over. Yeah, we're happy to hypothesize. I feel like we've got great minds. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have minds. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we can talk. So send us an email to jimandchels at gmail.com. Does yeah. that work? Yeah. Does that exist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And title it podcast. Well, title it what you want. No one else is emailing us. Yeah, that's true. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. In Oh, that one church house Out on a hill